ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. Show me where you are, man. You know, I'm already hit, hit record, so it, it, it just is what it is. Yeah, that's true, man. That is true. Did you um did you did you watch the Chris Rock stand up yet? Nah, I'm probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I, yeah, I damn. <laughs> one of the things, see, it's something that we never talked about. I don't have New Year's resolutions, but at the same time, I do. So I do mm-hmm. think I do try to do different things each year. And one of those things was to, I don't know how to say this, but like stand on my laurels and just be like, you know, one of the things I don't, I don't watch TV a lot. Like yeah. I ended the year that way. I want to say starting like October, September, like I really just stopped watching TV. Like I, It was like, I would watch certain things, but it really, really had to pique my interest. And it, especially if it's Netflix, I'm probably not watching it. I'm just going to keep it 100. I don't fuck with Netflix. Um, it ain't nothing to do, it ain't got nothing against Chris Rock. I just, I had no idea what y'all was even talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I see that it was trending. And um, I don't know. Some, sometimes it just feels to kind of, it feels good to just kind of be out of the loop on certain things. And that shit, I just, I, I don't care about it enough. But I, I, I care about it enough to ask, how was it? What are some takeaways? You know, what, what do you have to say about it? I don't even know what the title of, the, title of it was. I, I don't know. I but don't but know oh, let me let me not cap. One thing I do know is it was live, right? When y'all were watching it, everybody was watching it. I do yeah. remember that being a big deal. I do remember that. I mean, for the most part, it felt like typical Chris Rock. But and this is coming from somebody who has never done stand-up comedy in their life. It felt like he was he knew that he was going to get to the Will and Jada thing, and it kind of handicap the rest of the the rest of the performance like 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 i think it kind of made not 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 nervous to a certain extent but it, it was like hey i gotta make sure that you know I, I i set this up perfectly and even when he got to the will and jada thing he ended up messing up one of the jokes so i was like you you knew you were getting to this point and it kind of you know the anticipation of getting to that point kind of kind of handicapped the rest of the show i mean it was still it was still chris rock you know he had some some high points in there. He got a he got into his, a little of his Dave Chappelle bag where I'm telling you a joke, but I'm also kicking some knowledge to you as well. But I mean, it it it, it was stand up, and the the reason I appreciate goats like Chris Rock and and Dave Chappelle and and and, and he, you know Jerry Seinfeld and shit like that, they know the essence of comedy and they still hold true to it. Like I'm here to make fun of you make fun of myself, make fun of situations that you probably shouldn't be laughing at, but you, you're going to laugh at them anyways because there are some funny elements to it. And if you get offended, you get offended. I'm sorry. I told somebody that the other day. Um, I like, I know I posted something on Snapchat that was offensive, uh, which is something I tend to do often. And um, I, pretty much, I pretty much was like, you know, it, so I forgot what somebody said. It was just like, oh, that was offensive. They was just playing. But I'm like, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, man, it, it's a historically known fact that the jester 
has no boundaries. Like they're here to make fun of everybody, and they're and it's nothing. It's nothing personal. It's clear. It's 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 almost it's almost like they want to pick at certain things that you may find uncomfortable, but in that moment you're like, oh, it's not so bad. Everybody could just laugh, you know. Like, and that's what comedians do. Comedians they shine light on dark things, and they could kind of make you chuckle about it. And you know, and once again, it's not it's not necessarily meant to be offensive. But if you if you choose to be offensive, that's your right. So choose to be offended, that's your right. But a comedian's job is to bring light to the world for the most part. That's why I do enjoy when comedians um I mean like they pretty much just keep it light, bro. And I and I feel like it's hard to do that these days with comedy, man. Comedy is um it's I feel like there's no in between now. It's either super cringe or it's just way too serious. I feel like Dave Chappelle's last few standups were way too serious for me. They weren't bad. It was just too serious. Yeah. I just want some slapping. I want some cocaine bear, bro. Just give me cocaine bear, cocaine bear, cocaine bear, me please. That's that's at this point, I I don't even. I'm be honest with you, I don't even really find you know IG comedy all that funny anymore. Like it's a lot of hit or misses. It's a lot of hit or misses with IG comedy, and I also think that IG comedy has ruined comedy for the most part. It's um, I understand that there are some people out there that are just exceptional. You can't deny them, and um, but then there are some that it's just like, bro. The one thing I hate the most is when I know for a fact that it's almost like a script that TikTok gives and a bunch of people start doing it. I'm like, bro, I seen this one skit where um this couple was in the bed. They were laying with each other in the bed. And like, I guess, you know, you know how, you know, you try to spoon your chick or whatever like that. You try to hump her or whatever from the back and the chick moved up and then they can, she keeps moving to the point where like every time she scoots up, they ended up like in the middle of the street. <laughs> I can't lie, it was kind of funny, but I was reading the comments. It was like, oh my god, I've seen this a hundred times, like thirty different, you know, a hundred different couples. I'm like, oh, it's one of those. Okay, and I'm just, I just come to the conclusion maybe TikTok, TikTok must like give a script or something, and like do this, and then a bunch of people just start doing it. Yeah, oh, I seen this. This works. Else. Let me go do it. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's all about going viral, and um, and, and not to get too deep, but it's like I think somebody said this before, but it's like, man, you know. To go, you know, something that's viral is, is is sickening. You know, it's spreading like a sickness, and that it's like the obsession with going viral. It's just I'm always gonna say, ask, and then what? You went viral, and then what? Your 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 sick obsession with a with attention has gotten you where? It got, you were hot for 15 minutes. Andy Warhol said it best. In the future, everybody get their 15 minutes of fame, and then what? If you're not truly talented, then it's, it's nothing to build on. Which a lot of people aren't. Like you just you 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 just get lucky. You you get lucky. I mean, everybody gets lucky every now and then. Some get lucky, you know, more often than others. But you know, you'll get lucky. You'll hit a lick, and you know, maybe you'll get 15 minutes. Maybe you'll become a one-hit wonder. You know, make you some money off of it. I mean, Spice Spice is still doing alright. <sighs> I don't expect to see her last pass this year, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it, I, I, I even think the Glorilla chick is fading away. Uh, have, you, have you seen Ice Spice album cover? No. Look it up real quick. Okay, let me pull this up. Ice Spice. There we go. Oh, whoa. I feel like I've already said that society is hella degenerate, and you could freaking you could walk in the mall. 
and going to certain stores and they'll be cursing up a storm on them. Like they don't even play edited version of shit no more in the store. Like it's it's gotten that bad to where I'm gonna keep saying it. The protection of a child's innocence is no longer important in 2023. And it's been the case probably for the last I would say that's been the case since the last three or four years of social media. Like when you could go on Facebook and just openly see porn, Twitter, you see porn, IG, you see porn, Tumblr porn. It's like nobody gives a shit no more. But when I saw Ice Spice's cover, don't get it twisted. I've seen hip hop album covers that were, you know, scantily clad or whatever. But that shit right there was that's that's right. That's wild, bro. It it takes you back to um, what what was was, up? Too short, Luke, Luke, Luke. And, and then it kind of it got quote unquote more tame with a uh, look Kim, and then you had you know the Nicki Minaj album cover that was just homage to look Kim, but it's like, and it seems like I mean the the female rappers sexualized these days, uh, and it's unfortunate because there's there's no Queen Latifah, there's no MC Light, you know there there's there's no um raw digger like raw y'all digger. Yeah. y'all y'all are they're all just sexualized now. Like it, even Remy Ma went from being just a true spitter to you know now she's a little sexualized too. They, I mean, put it like this. I hate to say this because I got asked this question not too long ago. Somebody was asking me like, "How do you feel about Glorilla?" I was like, "I mean, if you slow down her voice a little bit, she definitely sounds like a man, like without a doubt." Um, I can't knock the fact that she has decent delivery. Like she, she be spitting some shit. Like she, she has her cadence. She does that shit well. Her music, the content is not for me, but there's a market for that shit. The the reason I bring this up is because when I see Glorilla, I'm like, I don't see an attractive chick. Like she's fairly she's average, if possibly below average, you know, without makeup um, and a lot of money. Um, but the point is, it was like that shouldn't even matter when it comes to something like that. Like, do we care how good a pianist looks or a violin player? You know, like we don't give a damn about like when it comes to music, we just want somebody to deliver the music that touches our soul. Why does this person have to be have to have the looks of a America's top model or be the baddest bitch on the block? Like I don't need that. Just be like you said, like Remy Ma. Like I wouldn't I would honestly no makeup, no money. Remy Ma is probably very average. That's fine. But she can rap. (laughs) But but see, also like. As far as a song like Glorilla, Fuck Nigga Free, Tomorrow, those are bangers. Those are bangers to me. Like, I would listen to them shits. Yeah, they're good songs. Car- even, even, even Cardi Versus is, 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 is banging. Um, but then let's, let's, let's take, it to, take it another way. Adele. To me, Adele is not the most attractive woman. She has, you know, she has, she has her, her, her good, her good qualities or whatever, but Adele, when she sings, she touches my soul. Not gonna lie. For sure. She touches my soul. Let's look at it at Lizzo. To me, Lizzo's not the most attractive, but Lizzo is a hit maker. Lizzo will make you a hit. So what are we selling here? If you can't sell hits, you got to sell sex. Is, is that the trade-off that, that, that we're seeing? They're forcing them into that pocket, and they don't even—they're not fighting back, unfortunately, because Lizzo, a great example. I tr- I truthfully don't think 
before this all popped off. I mean, even like Sam Smith, like Sam Smith, just as talented as talented as he is, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, maybe when you sell your soul like that, you gotta like. Cause I remember I, when Sam Smith came out. That boy Not came me. out, but like his first his first album and stuff, yeah. his first mainstream album. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy singing his ass off. Yeah. You know, he, he being being his sexuality was 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 secondary. Music was first. I'm just trying to figure out who even asked him. Oh, we, we have this conversation all the time. Like, who cares? That's not your job. I want your music. Why are you telling me that you like male penises? <laughs> Why are you telling me you're a carpet muncher? I don't care. And it, even with Frank Ocean. And the crazy thing about me with Frank Ocean is, Frank Ocean, with me, his music is very hit or miss. You know, shout out to Greg. He he loved Frank Ocean, but me like Frank Ocean, like for me his music is hit or miss. But outside of that, I never gave a damn about his sexuality, and I to this day feel it's so fucking weird that people need to talk about other people's sexuality. And to me, not a, we could go on days for for days about homosexuality, bisexuality, all this shit that's going on in the mainstream that they're um putting this big-ass um, moonlight on. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it all comes down to them wanting us to feel comfortable not enjoying privacy. And I've been saying that for a couple of years now. Y'all want to flaunt the type of shit that 10 years ago was meant to be behind closed doors. I don't care how fine my girlfriend is, my wife, whatever. In my honest opinion... There is no reason for the rest of the world to know that she's sexy. Like that, who cares? Like that's for me. That's mine. But I think people have gotten pretty much so cucked out and they've gotten to the point where it's like they've been shamed into believing that, hey, you shouldn't wrap this up. You should flaunt this. That's, you know, that's empowering. It's empowering to walk into a store naked where there, where there are kids. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's gotten to the point where you can't even tell high school chicks from 30-year-olds at times these days based on the way they dressed. And, yeah. and, and that, that goes that goes male, that goes male and female. Like <sighs> that old H word, the homogenization of things, man. Everything is just it's gonna get to the point where. You're not gonna be able to tell a man from a woman. You're not gonna be able to tell, be able to tell a 15 year old from 20, from a 25 year old, so on and so forth. You're not, you know, it's gonna be a, a generation of people that's coming. You can't tell if they African American, Mexican. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell if they white. Just gonna be a bunch of Patrick Mahomes out there. Just, just a big melting pot. And that's what they're aiming for. It's definitely what they're aiming for. But yeah, back to that Ice Spice cover. I was disgusted by it. And honestly, I've gotten to the point where, um, and, and obviously, you know, your, your average woman that probably listens to this is probably gonna be like, oh, I don't care. I'm still going to do me. Um, it's just gotten to the point, And I've told you this, man, like I see people trying to be sexy online and nine times about 10, I just shake my head. It's just like, damn, it's so sad that you don't got nobody to share that with in private. In private. I, I feel sorry for them. It's like, yeah, man, I, I see you look good, but do you really want to share this to the internet? I know you would rather share this with somebody, with an individual, and that individual praises you. But 
now it's gotten to the point where if you share it with that individual, that individual is pretty much his, his that his or her attention is not enough. That's that's I mean, but it hasn't been enough for a while now. For a long time, yeah. It's 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 like it's because it's it's always well if you don't appreciate it I'm gonna put this out on the internet and then I'm gonna get you know fifteen to twenty dudes liking it putting hard eyes under it sliding my DM so you know what is my significant other doing if he's not gassing me up oh yeah that's right he's here every day <laughs> he's doing he's doing more than just wanting to fuck me he's 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 actually providing he's listening to my problems he's fixing shit around the house he's trying to guide me and not making bad decisions like. But he's not he's not double tapping every picture I post up. The, 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 the people that I'm the coolest with, and I, you know, a lot of times, you know, I don't feel forced, even though I'm more friendly with my likes than you are, because I'm gonna show love. You know what I'm saying? I you know, although I hate what I'm on Instagram, like like shout out to Ed. Like when I see Ed, you know, he was going to rodeo and um I had liked the picture of his outfit and I thought about it. I'm like, damn, when he see that shit, it's going to be a bunch of hearts. I don't want to send a nigga no hearts. <laughs> I just want to like the pick. <laughs> I'm over here looking gay to the hole. <laughs> but it's nah, like, shout out my nigga Steve O, because every time I post a picture of myself, he get in there. He say, You cute, boo. <laughs> like, see, wow. Look at H. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I feel men need that way more than women. Straight up, when it comes to when it comes to men being complimented, complimented, your average man is not getting uh, compliments like that. So I definitely think you know men deserve and need compliments way more than women do. I feel I feel women get a lot of real love and a lot of fake love. They get so much love in general that it's just to the point where you know a lot of them don't need it. And I feel like that's the case. I feel like if we slow down on overpraising what I believe is mediocrity, I think it would bring a lot more humility out of this current generation of women, especially, but just encourage this current generation of people, because um, I don't think anybody needs praise every single day for every single thing. Because once again, if you're praising somebody for being average or mediocre, what else do they have to strive for? And I it's, it, it, I also am just bothered by it because of the simple fact that, if I'm not mistaken, I seen Duval had posted something the other day where this this white chick was, um, I guess, messing with like a filter on maybe Snapchat, TikTok, and like it was giving her lips. And um, it's unfortunate because artificial intelligence is basically telling you that you're not beautiful the way you are. Not men. No, 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 no. The, the, the most men can do is, you know, maybe they can clear up their face with a filter. But every time. No, I no, I mean, them, I mean, it's not men telling you that you're not beautiful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's no, it's no, it's not men. men but we, um, men are going to adjust to the market. If it ain't nothing but fat chicks out here, we knocking down the fat chicks. If it ain't nothing but skinny chicks out here, we knocking down the skinny chicks like it, it, they're going to adjust. Just because they're knocking them down doesn't mean that that's what they prefer. They're just adjusting to the market. And and, and that's something that we, you constantly got to drive that home when you're talking to certain individuals. And it's unfortunate because, because um, sex is valued in a way that, in my opinion, that it really shouldn't be. I mean, we can go on for days about how sex should be valued. But 
because people put so much emphasis on what sex is, it creates this delusional world that we live in. And it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's just unfortunate. But at, at the same time, people put so much emphasis on what sex is, as in the act and the, not the, the gender. But um, also, I think some people take sex lightly, too. I think I think the majority of the population takes takes sex lightly. We're like, eh, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna you know knock this chick down and 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 this this and you know keep on moving. You know, I'm I'm out in, in the streets looking looking to get in somebody's sheets. Like this this is my move for the night. And it, and I was having this conversation earlier with somebody. I said, you know, you have to treat yourself as the bar. I think I even told you this. Like you don't set the bar. You are a bar. So whether it's somebody you have the intentions on marrying or somebody you have on have the intentions of just hooking up with once, like the standard should still be the same because anything could fucking happen. I know, I know women who got pregnant the very first time they had sex. Anything could happen. So you gotta, you gotta, and you talk about this all the time. Like when you're exchanging those body fluids and everything, shit really does mean something. You just can't be out here exchanging body fluids and, and then think that, you know, you're not making some kind of tie to this person. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I respect that. Um, I, I still stand firmly on it. It's, it's take it seriously, but that's not going to be the building block of a relationship. It just can't be. Because if I don't really like your personality like that, but if we've had sex before and it was great, that's one thing. But you can still have a shitty personality or just be a be a person that I just wouldn't want to be around on a regular basis. But the sexual attention, it comes and what happens, happens. But at the end of the day, um, people will literally try to make sex the building block of the relationship. Sex is important, but sex, if, if that's the only thing that's going to hold y'all together, then you'll probably end up in the Tia Maori situation where one day the, the sex is it's not good anymore. It's not enough. You just want to move around. It's like, okay. I mean, because if the, if it can happen with love, it could definitely happen with sex. If you was, oh, 100%. You know, if you say that you was in love with somebody then six, seven years down the line, you're like, I don't love you anymore. You know what I'm saying? So the building block at the end of the day has to be multiple things. You got to, that, that foundation has to be, um, it has to be pretty, pretty, um, pretty sturdy. And nine times out of ten, if it's if it's sturdy, it's not gonna, the reliance of it is not gonna be on on one thing, on one, on one plane. It's, it's especially in relationship dynamics, it's not happening. But you're still not gonna hang sex over my head. Like that's just not gonna happen. In 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 today's day and age, when you have OnlyFans, you have back pages, and you have. You could pretty much buy a prostitute on Facebook Marketplace if you wanted to. Look, like it's, it's sex, no matter what, sex has minimal value. It's the value is there, but it has minimal value. And depending on the character of the person you're dealing with, you're probably not going to be. It's not too many men that you're going to be able to hang it over your heads. Like I'm sorry, it's just women either. I mean, you're obviously not going to be able to hang sex over a woman's head because we all know they're the gatekeepers of sex. Men are the gatekeepers of relationship. This is the old adage. It's always been the case. That's why men get on a knee. <laughs> like, just it's not, it's not complicated. Yeah. It's not complicated, man. But obviously, with the abundance of information out there that people really can't comprehend, 
they've made it complicated because they really don't understand the information. It's too much for them. Can they not comprehend it or do they just choose not to? Because I ha- I walk a fine line of believing that society is naive and believing si- society just doesn't want to pay attention to, to, to the truth. Because to, to me, it's like, okay, you want to ignore the facts that this is a bad idea, but you want to call it a vibe. You want to call it whatever whatever qualifier you want to that justifies you making a decision when you know logically this isn't what you should be doing. I had to hit you with a side bag. <laughs> like, like I, I still believe, yeah, I, I definitely don't believe people are naive. I do believe that people are lazy. So when it comes to them not comprehending things, it's as simple as somebody asking you a question via text. And you're like, bitch, you could just Google that shit. Why the fuck you asking me? But they so fucking lazy. Because that's what I'm going to go do. You know, you know, like it's I understand if you're not interested in something or maybe your hands are tied or you're in the middle of something. You just sometimes questions just pop up. All right. Who is Dua Lipa? I get it. Like I, I ain't Googling that shit because <laughs> I don't care. But other there, if if, the, if it's something, if it's a, if it's a, a topic that's important to you, look it up. Look get it a up. book. Like look into it. You can't be a lazy learner. Like that's not even it's that. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> like if you're gonna learn, you gotta be an active learner. If you want to know something, you have to actively want to know something. And I think we're just dealing with a lot of lazy motherfuckers in society. They so once again, they don't comprehend shit. Because if you're not willing to actively learn about something, then you're probably never gonna comprehend it or no. understand it. Shit gonna just go over your head. And, and and I know that from experience because if I go into a movie. And I just want to just be entertained. A lot of shit's gonna go over my head because I'm just I'm not actively paying attention to to little subtle cues and shit. Like I'm just trying to enjoy this shit, and I'm being an NPC in that moment. And a lot of people operate, they walk through life that way, just NPCing it up, <laughs> just moment after moment after moment. And everything is just happening, and it, you know they just they're just doing they're just doing what they, they, they what the, uh. What seems best, not even thinking about it, not even feeling it. It's like, well, this seems right. It's what everybody else is doing. I'm a rock with it. But because in that in that moment, you create a comfort zone and you don't have to come out of it. Comfort zone is a comfort zone is a, a beautiful place and it's it's terrible at the same time. Hey man, but let me tell you, when you step out of that comfort zone and you realize you should have stayed in that motherfucker. Bruh. Like, you know what? <laughs> Let me take a couple steps back. Let me go back in here. This is ghetto out here. I, I was I was cooling how I'd be cooling, and then I stepped out, and it got hot, and I wish I would have just kept cooling how I was cooling. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, man. I mean, but yeah. Niggas lazy. Speaking of lazy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a fun fact. Uh-oh. Do you know that the real cocaine bear was only 175 pounds. Damn. Sounds like a baby almost. Sounds like a baby bear. I still have been terrified. Oh, I'm, I mean, I could see a bear cub and just know that the mama is around somewhere. 
So somewhere. Let me get the fuck up out of here. Look, when it's all said and done, how would I have been in that situation? I truthfully don't know. I'm not a wilderness type of guy. You know, I like to, you know, go out there and pretend I know how to fish. Um, you know, I like to, you know, I'll hike a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't really, I'm most likely going to look at the signs and make sure that ain't really no wildlife out there. I ain't going to front. I'm, I'm a city nigga. Um, if I was in that situation, man, once again, I don't know what I would have done. But if I knew that an apex predator just ingested an ample amounts of that Colombian cocaine. <laughs> Bruh. You know that was Pablo's. Say, man. Just think of the human crackhead that you know. Exactly. <laughs> you can't do nothing with them. Imagine a 500-pound grizzly bear. <laughs> Dog. The dude at the beginning talk about being either got to run or you got to fight. It's like you fight it if it's a brown bear. You lay down if it's a black bear. <sighs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I don't want to get close enough to know what color the bear is. Bruh. Why are we in the woods? What are we doing? Because if you've seen Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> bruh. That was actually a very good movie, too. You said what? It was actually a very good movie. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was a that was a movie for somebody that if you like watching movies, then you you would enjoy that. But if you're just like, and I say liking watching movies, like you're a true fan of cinema to an extent, and you're not just if you're you're not closed minded, then yeah, for sure, you 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 definitely like that movie. That shit was that shit was intense. Uh, like once again, you can't train for that. <laughs> that's just all instinct. You just that's why I like the life of pie. It was like, bro, what do you do in that situation? You're on a boat with a fucking tiger. <laughs> all you try to do is survive. Nine times die. out of ten, you're gonna die. But that tiger gonna get hungry, you gonna look like a snack. Bruh. That goddamn cocaine bear. It, it was only two. It was me and another guy in the theater. I tell you this, it was just two of us on a Tuesday watching this. We should have sat together so we could have talked through it. It might as well have. Might as well. I mean, but we both came out of there saying cocaine bear gave me exactly what I needed and expected. I have no issues with it. It's not going to win any awards. It's probably on DVD already, but it delivered. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, if you haven't watched Cocaine Bear yet, you're probably not interested, and that's fine. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll say some spoilers. Like, I didn't expect anything serious as far as like somebody actually trying to survive in a way, like, like trying to like on some survival and shit, like Leonardo DiCaprio. I expected some, some foolery, and that's what um, I got. Almost like a slasher movie. Yeah, it, basically, no, a, a spinoff of the slasher movies, like the, uh, like scary movies and not yeah. Scream, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I wanted, because at the end of the day, if they would have gave me anything different, I probably wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> Straight up. This is based on a true story. Cool. And it basically lets you know that. Kind of based on a true story. <laughs> the based on the true story ends where there was a bear that got into some cocaine. That that's was, it. That's I don't it. know any of these that's other the only people. part that these, was true. 
these little badass kids want to skip school, bruh. If that was real, they'd probably be dead. They would be dead. They would overdose on that cocaine that they did. Bruh, bruh, when they did the cocaine, man, like, Henry was like, (laughs) of course I've done cocaine. You haven't? What's wrong with you? (laughs) How do you do it? You eat it. (laughs) That's probably the worst way to do cocaine. That is the worst way to do cocaine. I would have preferred if they just sniffed the shit. Yeah. What does it smell like? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ate that shit like it was cereal. It got them Falk. <laughs> Bruh. Do you know Falk? Well, <laughs> goddamn, did it. Don't, don't, you don't know no what question Falk be doing. <laughs> Falk down here doing lines. <laughs> shit. Goddamn. In a moment, she thought she was so badass. What was funny, though, because I was confused about something for a second. When he climbed up the tree, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, bears can climb up trees. He been up that bitch for a minute. And then the other dude climbed up the tree, and he thought about it. It was like, bears can climb up trees, but I got cocaine on me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm dinner right now because this bear is live at five. That's all he looking for. He don't want food. He don't want, she don't want sex. She want cocaine. Pure coke. Take it back to the kids. The, the, the Cubs was on that coke. Bro, the Cubs was on that coke. Boy said they look like polar bears. <laughs> God, dog. Man, rest in peace, Ray Leonard, though, man. He came in that mug. Terrified. Wilding. Like, you know you old Pablo, bro. You... You, you gonna better, die you anyway. All that shit you can, yeah. Cause I'm looking at him. He like, man, I'm trying to make myself whole. I was like, ain't nothing you could do to make yourself whole. We don't even know how much fell off that plane. Cause if I was over want... here, hey, there was a problem with delivery. Now, once it left my hands, you got it. As far as I'm concerned, I need my 14 million. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. And you, and you, ten, like from what I saw, he was definitely about gonna be like eight, ten million short. <laughs> they had already ran through like, like I'm like every time I look up, like it was funny because the movie basically was just scattering packs of cocaine everywhere. But when it's all said and done, they said a dude jumped off the plane when he died. Oh, he he clearly was on coke when he jumped off the plane and he died. They didn't find any on him. But if I'm not mistaken, in the beginning, wasn't he like the, he, did he? He was throwing out duffel bags of coke. That's what I'm saying. But you only had two in the whole movie. And I swear he threw out a few of them. He, I felt like he threw out like five or six duffels yeah. and then had a duffel strapped to him. And then they said they didn't find that one? Come on. Somebody you, know, you know, law enforcement definitely found it. And it wasn't a bear. Somebody got to it. Yeah, first. somebody it got to it. wasn't a bear. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, you know me. I don't trust them laws. Them laws be lying. But lying. Then, let me tell you, if I was in the force and I happened to stumble across some cocaine, first thing I'm going to do is get the fuck away from there. Bruh. I don't want to touch it. I don't want you to know I was around it. I don't know where it's at. No, nah, I ain't see nothing, Jack. Nothing. People be thinking they're going to do something with it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you think. Like, like you see them reports in Florida. Oh, you know, five kilos of coke just washed up on the beach. 
Yeah, I would call the law too. Damn right. That ain't no money. Is it not not worth my life? Because as <laughs> soon as I hit the streets trying to move that coke, the person that coke was supposed to go to gonna get word, and they not gonna pay me for something they not already paid for. That shit mark like money. They gonna know who you got it from. They gonna know. Yeah. Blue magic. The government doing distributing that shit half time anyway, so they definitely gonna know who you got it from. I need a new season of Narcos when we're talking about it. Drugs. Yeah. That was that was a special show, but I just <sighs> that's that's actually a show that really didn't peak to me either. I feel like it got better. Yeah, yeah. Like the the different stories you started telling me for of the different players. Oh shit. Yeah, and you and you still got to tell me the El Chapo story. You do. You gave me bits and pieces of the El Chapo story, but you still haven't told me when when El Chapo really take over. When he becomes the man. That's that's when he becomes the man. But knowing how modern cinema is going, they're probably gonna go start talking about the women. If they do another Narcos, it's gonna be female based. Yeah. Because that's just for some reason we're supposed to be convinced that. Whatever. (laughs) Once again, I understand that you had some women dealers that made a name for themselves, but overall, I don't find them that interesting at all. I just don't. What's funny about that is I always think about, when I think about cinema and how they try to force these, these female characters on us, and it's not even really a force because I've enjoyed some female-led roles. I'm probably one of the few people that actually enjoyed Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, to me, was a good movie, and all-female cast. But never for once did I feel in that movie that this was like a competition between men and women. And I think that's what annoys me the most today. It always seems like it's some competition. It's like, oh, the women are here, and we're going to do it better. Rather than the women are here, we're going to do it how we do it. That's all. You know, and that's and that's that's the thing. Like, it, like Captain Marvel, the first movie, and then I feel like this new movie is gonna be like us being better than the men. Instead of just telling her own individual story, it's gonna be like, oh, this is this is how I'm better than the men. Like even in 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 Endgame, you know, you show up, you know, you show up like, hey, well, shit, Thanos was whooping niggas ass till you showed up. He just come here and just snap his neck like it was nothing. Okay, like it was nothing. This man, this man been whooping our ass for <laughs> for two movies. <laughs> you Bruh. pull up. Th- Thor is literally a god, and he struggled with him. You come in here with these superpowers you found in a dumpster, and you come and snap this man neck. Come on now, let's make it make sense. Let's make it make sense. This man watched the Hulk in twenty two seconds. And you come in here with your dumpster fire powers, and you slap his neck. Like you can walk the hall. Like, come on. Like, come on. Which I'm pretty sure there are comic books out there where she probably could go toe to toe with the Hulk, but it's still stupid. And that's and as you get older and you look at these things, you start to realize this shit doesn't make any sense. Cause once again, Thor's a god. Yeah, Hulk was made in the lab too. You can say he's got his shit out of a dumpster too. But it's proven that the Hulk is a motherfucker. He's an anomaly. And he could take, he could take this motherfucking, come on, man. Him and the thing, come on. Them motherfuckers are 
basically walking brick walls, bro. Walking steel walls. You ain't. Come on. Come on, man. I don't even remember how Captain Marvel got her power. How did Captain Marvel get her power? Don't give me the line, because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'm thinking, how did she get her powers? And two, was she ever hemmed up in her movie? I don't know if she was even, she might have been hemmed up in her movie. But then again, it, it might be like like they do with a Superman movie. You have to play, you have to play them emotionally. Just because physically they're so overpowering that you have to play with them emotionally. She just an overglorified Green Lantern to me. And Green Lantern is pretty strong, but he, he ain't that damn strong. He's a one-trick pony. Honestly. Not one trick. He could be having a couple of tricks. Mo would be kind of cool. The whole be lighting. The whole be. He throw a green train at your ass. He throw a green bus at your ass. I'm like, damn. So it's like, let me get this ring off your finger. <laughs> Quick. Once you get that ring off his finger, then cool. I'm, uh, he finna get beat up. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know how we got down here. I don't either, man. That's what's say. Hey, no boundary podcast, man. That's what we do. That is what we do. Your boy Pedro Pascal is just going to just just going to keep taking checks. Pe- Pedro Pascal is running Hollywood right now. Him and Jonathan Majors <laughs> are the tag team champions of Hollywood right now. They're in everything, and apparently they're killing everything. I heard Creed Three was great, and I, I and I heard that he carried Michael B. Jordan. But at the same time, Michael B. Jordan is like the Rock. You're a one trick pony. You're the same person in every movie. So, I mean, what do you expect? As long as you mm-hmm. deliver the same person, I'm, I mean, I have no quarrels against you. You're, you know, you're a mediocre actor. That's fine. You, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in, in an Lord. offensive way, though. But it's like you're, you're mediocre. Like you're not. Average. You're average. You're average. You're not. You're not Denzel, who's gonna, who's gonna go from, from, uh, remember the Titans, uh, to, um. Uh, Great debater to, Great to debater, training day. John Q, the to equalizer, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. <laughs> Malcolm X. Like, 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 he's that guy. Yeah. Will was that guy. Could be anybody. Man, I feel sorry for Will, man. I just, he's, just not, he's not a likable guy no more. He's, he's, he's not. And, okay, on the cornball list. Where are you putting putting Will? Not and you don't have to do a number. Just before this person, but after this person. Okay, man. Even though I I, I don't like that terminology, I don't either. I mean, put it on you. Yeah, of course. Because I mean, I I would just say like I got Trevor Noah up there pretty high. I think he's a he's a major cornball. Um. Just as much as uh, I put Stephen A. Smith and 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 what you call it about on the same level. So I got like Stephen A. Smith. Um, I, he's in the middle. He's Will's definitely in the middle. Let me let me tell you how I do this. Because he's a Philly dude, so it's hard to say that. I feel like the thing is, you get. Once you get to a certain level of fame in Hollywood, it's really hard to maintain that that G or that like you you've been disconnected. Yeah, you're so from far that, You know, so Ice T has been on Law and Order for what? He's a cornball. I see a cornball. Ain't he a cook? Did you know that in their in their vows or or whatever prenup they got, if they're to break up. Coco has to give all those implants. She got to have those taken out. He owns the implants. They're not married, though. 
They're not married? No, he just looked up in the sky one day and said, this is my wife. Oh, wow. I thought they were married. No, they're not married. Let me tell they, probably have, they, they probably have a contract. Yeah. No, she probably, she was, she's nothing without him. It depends on where they're at. They're probably common law by now. By now, yeah. But I mean. This is where I put her. Will. Uh-huh. I put him below 21 Savage at the Slut Walk. Mm-hmm. But above Russell Wilson. And I and I put him above Russell Wilson, not to do anything with Sierra, but because Russell Wilson thinks he's just this god of football where he has his own coaches and he needs his own office. Like he's just better than the rest of his team. You think those stories then, are true? I believe they're true, yeah. I believe I believe his ex-players sl- slipping these stories out or ex-teammates. I mean, I- like even Marshawn Lynch and um What's the name with the dreads? Um, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman talked about, yeah. like, they had you know, conversation. yeah, like, like, you know, I would reach out to homeboy, but I don't have his direct number. I got to go through his management. Yeah. But, the, but, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's corny to me. But Drake, Drake, Will Smith, I still have more respect for Will Smith than I have for Drake. Drake, Drake corny as fuck. I, I, I can see you, I can see you putting, putting, putting Drake higher than Will Smith on the corny, on the corny, oh, yeah, on the corny meter. The corny meter. The corny meter, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah def- I can see, I can see the bar. Well, in, in, in all honesty, I mean, in, in, in to bring this up, Michael B. George's not that high. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't think so either. He's not that high on there at all. So that's that's confusing to me. So what's this conversation that Jonathan that they were having about Jonathan Majors on a uh, JBP? Because you know, I don't. I mean, I see y'all be having those conversations. But first, before we get off, yeah, when y'all start talking about Joe Budden podcast, um. I feel that y'all just need to just go into another chat. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. But first tell me about the Jonathan Majors conversation and please tell me how Melissa Ford made her way onto this podcast because that shit is so random to me. Melissa Ford to me just showed up one day. Really? Like, like, like it, it was like, oh, we got guest Melissa Ford here and she just stayed. So I was like, okay, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know the inner workings of their show, but it's like, all right, now you have six people there. And I'm like, this is a lot. It's a lot of people for a podcast, six people. And like, really? Yeah. I, and, and, and to me, I, I think it was a, a response to, oh, a lot of women saying you need a woman on the show. You need a woman on the show. And instead of saying, all right, you know, I started this network with other women that have podcasts, go listen to them. It's like, all right, I'm just going to integrate a woman into this show. Let me stop you right there. This this is what disgusts me about modern day feminism and the fact that a lot of these industries are bending over backwards to pretend as if women are actually like this marginalized group and they're so fucking helpless. So I was sitting here watching some ESPN programming this morning. Um, I think um, South Carolina was about to play at noon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that. Um, when they were doing a broadcast, literally at every single moment of the broadcast, it was all female crews. I'm like, bro, that's some bullshit. Because the other day when I was watching NBA on TNT, they just inserted Candace Parker in there. I'm like, why can't it be an all male crew all the time? Like, like why whenever I watch something that is a male broadcast, they just insert a woman, a woman in there from time to time. Like that shit is happening a lot more now. And it's it's weird if I'm just watching just a regular NBA game. It's been going on for a while. I'm watching the regular, and I'm not saying that these female thing, these female, because uh, I don't watch uh, college female uh, women's basketball like that. But I have noticed 
And when I'm watching, when I do see women's basketball, I rarely ever see a man over in, in their in their broadcast. If I ever saw a man in their broadcast, but I definitely see women in male in the male broadcast. And in their defense, I know why they're in the male broadcast. I definitely know why they're in the male broadcast because the average male watching is probably a perv, and he wants to see some eye candy while he's you know it. it I get it, but on the other side, what's the problem? How, you know, and nine times out of ten. If they do insert a man, he's probably going to be a Don Lemon type. So, what <laughs> does it even matter? No, I just, I'm just, I'm that type of stuff is just hilarious to me how we as a society don't see these double standards as an actual problem. If we really saw double standards and like called them out and worked on um, making it an issue that doesn't happen again. Then I, I would I would believe that society is really about progress. But as of right now, society is not about progress. Society is about this 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 culture war, this tug of war between men and women. And unfortunately, because there are so many cucks, simps, and white knights out there, women are, women are starting to are starting to gain that leverage, and it's not in their best interest at all, at all. But anyways, I'll let you get back to Joe Budden podcast. I mean, because there's there's no you have a you insert a woman into the male broadcast, but there's no male inserted into the into the women's broadcast. There there's no equality here, See, and we're talking and we're talking we're talking basketball. Men play basketball, women play basketball. You can insert men. You know the conversation can be the same. We can talk football, defensive schemes. Bro, we can football. talk offensive schemes. Like we can talk we can talk we talk coaching. We can you can talk all these because basketball is is similar on both ends. Why is this white woman on my NFL broadcast? I'm telling you, I see it too much, bro. I got nothing against white women, obviously, but why is she here? Why is this white woman here? Why is this why is this black woman here on an NFL broadcast? What does she bring to the? She ain't never played football at any level. Why is she here? I don't care if she's a journalist. I don't care if she has a communication degree. I don't care. Why is she here? She's here because because of honestly because of affirmative action and this fake equality that people try to try to put out there. It's bullshit. My bad. You get back to Joe Hood podcast. <laughs> you, you good? You, you, you okay? I'm annoyed. Okay. That's um, why I don't watch TV anymore. I, I can see that. All right. So the Jonathan Majors cut the Jonathan Majors conversor Wow. What is that? Mm. Um the Jonathan Majors conversation. Was it one? It started out about if he was a great actor or not, which I mean, it's 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 is is I don't think he has enough body of work to say that he's a great actor, you know. But that's neither here nor there. What they talked about was his um, magazine cover shoot, and I think it was Vogue or or something like that, where they said that they were trying to emasculate emasculate the man. So as the guys were saying, like, you know, that stuff is is he's not he's he doesn't have enough pull where he can walk in there and say, I'm not putting this shit on. I'm not wearing it. And then Melissa Ford, she was more into the no, he does have that pull and he's um, confident in his masculinity to put on those outfits. So there was a back and forth about that. Which I really give a shit about, to be honest, like. What take did Joe Budden have that was so that was interesting? I, I felt like some, I said some Joe Budden said something interesting. I forget what he said. Mm -hmm. I have to go back in our chat. I mean, just hearing that conversation, okay, 
when it's all said and done, I'm going to give a shit about what a woman thinks about a man's masculinity. So her opinion doesn't even matter. Um, with that being said, um, that's, that's like us sitting here talking about, you know, a woman would be more feminine if she did X, Y, and Z. They don't care about what I got to say. So I definitely don't care about what they got to say. Yeah. At, at, when it's all said and done, um, hey, do you, if you happen to realize that what you're doing is not getting you the men you want, <laughs> hey, <laughs> only uh, you know it is what it is. Uh, go ahead. What do you say? But the, but but the conversation that that we had, and I again I don't remember the podcast, but we talked about how um black women will love to um uplift a flamboyant gay black man while tearing down a straight black man. So it's it's it, it seems like Joe came under attack for saying, oh well, no, he's you know he's doing that to 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 pander basically. Like he had no say over those outfits. You know he just put them on. He's not he doesn't have the star power to say I'm not wearing that shit. I'm not going out there. And then so again, like they like to do, because we're not a we're not as straight men, we're not out there trying and, and Jonathan Majors, I, I don't care what his sexuality is because I'm just sitting there to see you act. Even though, but Joe came under attack for saying, you know, he's pandering to a certain a certain audience and not him necessarily, but whoever, you know, said, Hey, this is this is wardrobe, this is what you're wearing, this, this, whoever. And so it just comes back to that conversation of women uplifting the gay guy and you know attacking the straight man it it, it when, it's, when it's all said and done you know i'm just sitting here thinking about what you're saying what melissa ford is saying is contradictory too because to say that he has power is hilarious because of the simple fact that we can go on for days and days and be talking about how black people don't have any power in the industry at all but in this particular industry it is, in this particular instance all of a sudden he has power like make up your fucking mind are black people powerless or do they have power? Make up your fucking mind. Depending on where you want to put that goalpost. Exactly. You know, so when it so once again, I mean, do I think he's pandering? Do I think he has power? For the most part, I think all Hollywood dudes are weirdos. For the most part. I don't think it has anything to do with being comfortable in masculinity. I think he was doing a, a, a photo shoot. I think that it's a costume. He put it on. I don't think it's nothing more than that. When I see some of these basketball players like Russell Westbrook and shit in their gay costumes, they don't pick that shit out mainly. Their stylists, their stylists say, hey, we think this is going to be cool. You know, put these put these big red boots on. Here you go. These dudes don't be liking this shit. You know what they like? They like the fucking check. That's that's what they like, and that's they, what they worship. They they get paid to wear money. some of this crazy shit sometimes. It's a costume. It doesn't define them at all. It has nothing to do with masculinity or femininity in that moment. It's a fucking costume. These dudes go on screen and kiss other men. They don't have to be gay. It's a check. They get the fucking check. A nice that's what they. Too. That's what they worship the dollar. They sell that. That's what they want to do for a living. They want to. They're prostitutes. I said this already. A lot of these people in Hollywood are simply prostitutes. If that check is right, the script is bearable, they're going to do what they got to do. Oh, I got to have sex with a man in this scene? Cool. Because guess what? You're going to pay, you pay me 250000 extra. I'm getting the check. <laughs> like, it's, that's what it's all about. It, it's not any deeper than that. These dudes don't. ASAP Rocky, he was on the cover looking like a, a, a cuck of the year. Guess what? <laughs> he don't care. He, he getting a like check. Care. Next week, what is he doing? He doing a Gucci Guilty commercial. He good. He doesn't care. That 
Yeah, that Gucci commercial was something else, though. <laughs> these people, these people don't care about themselves, and they don't care about us. That's why, in the midst of COVID nineteen, when these cocksucking fuckers were out here talking about take the vaccine and da 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 this and that, and then you try to fast forward two or three years later, acting like you know going up there like Woody, I punch Woody Harrison in the fucking face. I don't give a fuck about nothing he got to say. I will burn Hollywood to the ground, bro. Like, those people are evil as fuck for what they did for two years. And people are paying the price for that shit. And you want to sit here and try to virtue sit like, oh, no, bro. Y'all literally make conspiracy theorists look like fucking Nazis and KKK members. And then you want to, you want to double, like, you want to double back? Like, no, nah, bro. I don't, I don't fuck with that, bro. I don't fuck with that. Nah, I could forgive, was- but I will not forget. It was that article that you had sent where it said, "Man, you non-vaxxer should have warned us." Bro, bro I will no. <laughs> bro, you know how gaslight that you know how no, that's typical fucking gaslight, bro. That's like, that, what you that's mean, that meme, bro. That's that meme where you stick, you got the stick, and you ride the bike. <laughs> <laughs> you sit there and get mad at somebody else. Like, bro, what is y'all talking about, bro? Like, y'all literally. Y'all basically, you can't post shit on a fucking social media site without getting some type of COVID banner or warning that make you feel like you a fucking criminal just for pointing out facts. Fucking because facts. you're spreading misinformation. Bro, the term misinformation, trust the science, the new normal, all this shit was sus to motherfuckers that had common sense. If you were NPC, you're probably still wearing a mask today. I ain't mad at you. Never been mad at you. Don't want nothing bad to happen to you. But the fact of the matter is, I know that y'all motherfuckers don't care about anybody but y'all selves. And y'all barely care about y'all selves. <laughs> and that you wish and you wish death upon me. Bro, I would never forget that, bro. These people literally were like, bro, tell you though, if you if you were on the wrong side, quote unquote, they literally would put you in the same boat as a Trump lover, or a Nazi, all right. You don't care. Like, bro, y'all literally was just advocating for abortions. <laughs> like, a couple of months ago, like, talk about abortions and, like, for, like w- one side, I- I'm always going to say this. Both sides are fucking callous. And when it comes down to it, they're going to do whatever it takes to get their man in there. They're all, they both do evil things they do things that when you discover what they're doing you'd be like damn i'm gonna die on this hill no reasonable person no person with a conscience really is that invested in american politics and thinks that their side is truthfully better if they're that person i feel sorry for them those type of people you gotta watch out for them like real talk like i'm i've learned like, covid shine a light on that like big time because i've watched People flip flop with their political beliefs simply based on that on that fact. With who, what side were you on with the whole COVID thing? And and, and it's just it's just mind blowing to me because it's like there's no way in the world that you're sitting here today and you're able to say that you're better off than you were four years ago. And and a lot of things that transpired in the last two or three years were decisions made by one side and not the other. That's how that's how it's that's how it's shown. I believe both sides kind of had their hands in the cookie jar 
because I'm I'm pretty sure Pfizer, Moderna, and them cut Trump some checks too. Don't get it twisted. Just cause, just like I know for a fact, ain't no way in the world. I don't know how much money we just sent Ukraine. Got to be a dog. Canada and America has sent Ukraine well over a trillion dollars. You can't tell me that that's just one political side. That's agreeing to that. Y'all both are clearly agreeing to that. And that's fucked up. Like, that's fucked up. Like, there's people out here that are starving. Like, y'all literally cut people's SNAP benefits. Y'all y'all adjusted uh, tax brackets just so y'all could give more money to these fucking Nazis that we don't have nothing to do with these people. And, and a lot of Ukrainians, then, from what I understand, then, they left. And then only to tell us, hey, well, American taxpayers, you know, we gonna we we gonna use that taxpayer money to to make sure that you know we get y'all right. Excuse me, we don't even get ourselves right. We don't even we don't take care we don't take care of the people that fight wars for us, Bruh, They on the side of the street. The VA hospital is a joke. Our benefits are a joke. But you build an infrastructure elsewhere, two thousand miles away. You can't take care of home. That's America's problem. America's never trying to take care of home. From what, from what I'm noticing, they trying to destroy this motherfucker. They trying to destroy this motherfucker, bro. And I don't. And they not missing too many steps, to be honest. Nah, bro. Like everything that's going on right now, in my opinion, is what you need to do to destroy a country. Like they're going. In <laughs> There's the right a blueprint direction. somewhere. Yeah. If 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 they're trying to destroy this country. They're doing a good fucking job. Doing a great job. <laughs> Anyways, man. <laughs> I'm just glad I watched Cocaine Bear this week. That was a highlight of my week. <laughs> hey, bro. I was too excited to be in there. Hey, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad we look. Cocaine Bear is like Cleo sold me. We don't <laughs> even do we don't we don't even deserve Cocaine Bear. We don't. We definitely don't we deserve don't. Cleo. We don't. I was I was looking for some new Cleo music. I'm like, she know we don't deserve it. That's why she ain't giving us no more music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and we, I can res- I can respect her for that. I can respect. Yeah. Her. Some people that's just they just they they need to just go into another parallel universe. We don't deserve them. <laughs> What's going on? We don't deserve them. Y'all, we deserve Joe Biden. You're you're you're, you're too you're, you're too good to be here. Straight I, up. I get it. Just, just go. If they had a vote for people that didn't need to be here to go to, to a better place, they should get my vote. He's going to go to a better place? <laughs> just go. You don't have to You don't have to deal with this foolishness. This is terrible. You're better than us. Anyways, man, I'm... I gotta wind down for the night. And, uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing left. Yeah, yeah, we forced a couple of those, but it, it came out. It came out to be a uh, decent. That's what I like. That's what we do. Like, but um, j- just one more thing with that corny conversation. Like I said, I really don't enjoy the term corny or cor- cornball, but I would say that when I talk, when I think about those certain people that I named, um, I'm almost certain that they look at the average black person. And they just kind of look down on them, and that's what I see when I think of those people. Like, you know, y'all don't even really fuck with us. Y'all pander to us so y'all can get that money. And I don't. That's why I just be like, like, anytime I see Drake, anything Drake does, I'm just like, eh. Drake. Drake put on blackface pretty well. 
I think when them lights, he does. When them, when them lights turn off, Drake is a little Jewish dude. Straight up. Like, I, I just feel it on him. But can I take away from the fact that he makes decent music? No. I just, I, for the most part, I just wish I saw less of celebrities. If I saw less of celebrities. You'd have a little more respect for him? Yeah. I just, I just see too much of him now, and it's annoying. Before we get off the corny thing, the, mm-hmm. the, the big thing was uh, when Michael B. Jordan was walking the red carpet, somebody came up to interview him. She's like, oh, you know, they went to high school together. And he hit her with the, oh, yeah, you used to, you used to call me corny. And she tried to play it off like, like you know, this, this, and this. And and then, you know, and then she was, he was like, no, no, I remember. I remember. You know, he brought it up. She, and, you know, she laughed it off everything. So, again, on Joe Budden podcast, Joe brings up, he's like, no, you corny for calling her out like that. You know, for tearing down a black woman, this, this, and this, and this, and this. And so, like, first of all, that had nothing to do with her being black. You called this man corny. And if you called me corny in high school and I made it and now you interviewing me about something I done did, I'm going to let you know about it. Especially if I never got an apology about it. I'm going to do that. Second of all, this is coming from Joseph Anthony Budden, who has been accused of beating women into miscarriages. Yeah. And this is this, and you out here calling another, another man corny because he simply brought brought light to the fact that this woman disrespected me previously in my life, and I have not forgotten that. I saw something along the lines of I, I didn't know that that's what it was about, but that was says somebody was saying something about like I want to say that they say black men always do this or men always do this, and you know talk about what happened to him in high school. Well, well, let me let me tell y'all something. High school was a part of my life. <laughs> and uh, if you wrong me at any part of my life and I feel that wronging needs correction, you're going to get checked on it. And I feel like people that are willing to do that, one, they're letting you know that you scarred them. Yeah. And two, it's not even necessarily about closure. It's just about letting you know, like, hey, what you said to me had an effect on me. And yeah, who got the last laugh? You and, you, and if, you might have set the fire under me that got me here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I and I appreciate I appreciate you for that. You know what I'm saying. But it, it's when it's all said and done. Like I said, I ain't even see it, but I'm pretty sure, you know, for for her to call Michael B. Jordan corny and for him to remember, I think that just that's just for, for their response just lets me know that they don't care about male emotions. They don't care about a male's feelings. Here telling me as a woman. Nothing that ever happened to you in high school ever bothered you. You just let it go. That's cap because y'all can't even let go of the trash ass niggas y'all be talking to. Damn. Y'all sitting here <laughs> mad at me because sometimes I don't want to let go of from high school. Man, it might have shaped my personality. Once again, it might have scarred me. Shit, there's people sitting in jail right now because of some shit that happened to them in high school. Like, so don't try to make it seem like high school is something trivial. Like, you you were you were mean to this person. You weren't kind to this person. Now this person is successful. You may be successful too, but guess what? I'm gonna right. let you know that what you did wasn't right. I didn't and do you, you wrong. Why you did me wrong? And you ain't Michael B. Jordan successful. I'm just saying. And the thing is, same thing I, I said to Keith. It's like, all right, cool. You get mad at a man because he's emotionless. You need to go to therapy. You need to do that. You need to unpack this, 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 and this. When he shows some emotion, it's like, oh well, now now you're corny. Now he corny. Now what what is it? And the thing is, it's like words. Are the second most harmful thing to next to physical to physical harm. Mm-hmm. 
after after you hurt somebody with words, the only thing you can go is to put your hands on them or put that thing on them. Some some kind of you know force. So get when, the blicky, <laughs> the biscuit, <laughs> the burner, the barrel. <laughs> he like shoot bitches. <laughs> so, but but honestly, like so when you say, oh man, you know they 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 just said that they you know this is this. No words hurt. Just like words heal, words hurt. Like when somebody says "I love you," you feel that. When somebody says "I hate you," you feel that. I, you can't. So if somebody say "I hate you," you just no, nah, you 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 ain't serious. You know this is this. But if a motherfucker is serious when they say that shit, that shit's gonna fucking hurt you. Oh, this nigga corny because he walking around with his headshots. This is this. I want to grow up to be an actor. You know, it's like I was in the wire. I'm trying to find my next move now that I'm in, I'm in high school. Like this is what I do already. I'm still going to high school, but yes, I you know I do this. Oh, you corny, you you got this little roll in the wire. Now you think you big shit, this this and this. But this is what I want to do. This is my livelihood. This is what I want to make money doing going forward. Oh, nigga, you yeah, you could drop forty five points on, on on this team, but you know you ain't no real hooper. You ain't, you ain't this. You ain't pull LeBron James. You, you you ain't shit. But this is what I do. I'm so yeah, points in, nigga. What you? I'm, I'm going. I'm going to remember that because this is what I do. Because you didn't support me. You remember who who didn't support you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. Even even if you don't support me, don't say shit. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And 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 really, man, you know, to segue in the words of advice, I'm gonna say it like this. <laughs> this whole thing just constantly, and this is words of advice to men. This this whole thing just puts me. And in the mindset of bro, don't listen to women. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Cause no matter what you do, you show that you have feelings, you show that you have emotions, you're wrong. You don't show it. Like go to therapy. You're wrong. Like, don't listen to them. You can't win for losing. Find find men that you respect, or if anything, find books that you respect, you know. And live life according to your own philosophies, man. Don't listen to women about how to be a man. Like, if a woman's telling you something about other women, cool. I'm going to listen. But when it comes to being a man, bro, don't listen to women. Don't. Any, Especially any, any, today's women. Anytime you, you see, as a man, you should X, Y, and Z, just log the fuck off. Yeah, and as a woman, you should shut the fuck up. Because if I start telling you, oh, as a woman, should you should be you should cook, clean, and, and shut the fuck up. Whoa! What do I? What? Oh! 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 Now I don't know nothing about women, but you know everything about men. Ah, see, see. And I'm I'm in on this note. In 2023, bro, I don't expect anything from women anymore. Just be a woman. I be a woman. I expect nothing from you. You ain't got to cook. You ain't got to clean. You ain't got to (laughs) breathe. Like, just just exist because I know that as a woman, you're great already. (laughs) You're a queen. You can do no wrong, so bet. All right, cool. I'm fine. Same man. Same man. <laughs> These women that don't know how to. Hey man, hey, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Their parents took care of them. They Bro, she that. she literally asked me. Ma'am, you, you're finna be 28. Where's your father? Anyways, uh, <laughs> my words of advice are 
Um, let's see what I got here. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. They didn't stop making guns when they made when they made yours. <laughs> Golly. Tell them again. They did not stop making guns when they made yours. That's a message right there, man. Take take that for what it's worth. That's a message right there. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?